Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, once again, your humble servant says thank you. Thank you for this opportunity that you blessed me. Thank you for this chance to preach my first sermon yes. of 2022. Thank you, Father God. Pray that you would use your humble servant for your glory, for your honor, that you would have your way. Think with my mind, speak with my tongue the things that you have for us today. Help us to have open eyes, open minds, open ears, open hearts to receive your word applied to our lives that we might continuously walk closer with you. We thank you and we bless you. I pray, God, that everything we do would not be in vain, but that you would get glory. It is in the name of Jesus we do ask and we do pray. And God's people said, Amen. Amen. Joshua chapter 14 verses 10, 11, and 12. Those of you that are here in the sanctuary with me, I ask that you would stand. Word of God reads like this. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. As he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. As yet, I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now. For war, both to go out and to come in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day. For thou heardest in that day how the Anakins were there, and that the cities were great and fixed. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. The New American Standard Bible of those same verses, verses 10, 11, and 12 say this. Now behold, the Lord has let me live just as he spoke these 45 years from the time that the Lord spoke this word to Moses when Israel walked in the wilderness and now behold I am 85 years old today I am still as strong today as I was in the day Moses sent me as my strength was then so my strength is now for war and for going out and coming in now then Give me this hill country about which the Lord spoke on that day. For you heard on that day that Anakim was there with great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me and I will drive them out as the Lord has spoken. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. 
Thanks be to God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk from the subject today, which comes directly out of verse number 12 from the King James Version. It says, Give me this mountain. I want to talk from the subject today. Give me this mountain. Ladies and gentlemen, I need not remind us that this past year has been a challenge for all of us. Who would have thought that we would ever have to fear shaking one another's hands? We can't give others give, give one another hugs like we used to. We can't visit with friends and neighbors like we used to. Even taking the bus or taking a cab, shopping for groceries, or even for that matter, bringing in the mail, sometimes has been a challenge for us. Fear has engulfed us, and yet we face every challenge with faith optimism because we know that the Lord is on our side. Last year is not the last mountain we will have to climb. There will be other mountains we will have to climb. Mountains of death as we try to figure out how to get back to the precious moments we lost. The mountains of distress we have accumulated and the mountains of despair and grief that keep trying to find their way into our hearts and minds. But watch this. We are Christians. And as Christians, we must be resilient. And mountains are no contest for those of us who are faithful. As a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that we ought to speak to the mountain and tell the mountain to be moved out of our way. Do you have a mountain climbing experience or a mountain climbing spirit? I don't know about any of you, but I'm, 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 I'm climbing mountains. Yes, I am. But watch this. If I'm not able to climb that mountain, I'm going to speak to that mountain. That's right. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. All right. Mountain climbers are rare breeds. Uh, mountain climbers approach their, their quest with a positive attitude. It is all about the challenge as that mountain climber puts his hands and feet onto the rocks, the ice, the snow, and struggles with all his might to reach the mountain's top. That's what he does. Why does he do it? Because it is the summit where he can finally pause to celebrate the height of his achievement. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what we are going to do today as we enter into this new year. We are taking time to celebrate. Come on with me, y'all. We are putting life on pause for these few moments, and we are going to reflect on the goodness of God and celebrate that we've come this far by faith. Has anybody here come this far by faith? Watch this, watch this, y'all. Mountain climbing is not always about taking the hard way up with an ice axe. Crampons, cans, and a rope. Sometimes it's simply learning how to navigate the rocky slopes, the soggy fields, and the arid ridges. Life is that way, my brothers and sisters. It is not always about a single crisis you can point back to and say how I got over. It is more likely a series of smaller hardships that force you to rethink your strategies. This year, 
We have had to strap on our spiritual hiking boots to traverse the unexpected, like figuring out how to educate our children without a classroom or balancing our budget with 50% less income at 10% higher cost. So today, ladies and gentlemen, as we celebrate this past year and brace ourselves for another challenging year ahead, there is a mountain climber in the Bible that we can learn from. This man's name is Caleb. Caleb is a case study in mountain climbing. His unflinching faithfulness and seasoned courage were the catalyst for his conquest. When the entire nation wanted to quit its journey at Kadesh Barnum and return to slavery in Egypt, it was Caleb and Joshua who stood up to them. These two men were convinced beyond the shadow of a doubt that God would deliver on his promise to give them the land he had promised them. My Bible readers, you should know the story. When Joshua led his people to the outskirts of Kedoshdanim, he said, he sent scouts to check out the land and its people to see what kind of obstacles they would face. Caleb and his crew snuck through the marshes and hills to assess the situation. When they came back, here is what the Bible says. Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. For we are well able to overcome it. Yes. Unfortunately, that was not what the rest of the scouts said. They said we will not be able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. What a contrast in faith, my brothers and sisters. One said it's a piece of cake. And the other said it was impossible. The ten scouts were the all ye of little faith. Amen. In Numbers 13, 32, it says to us, and they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel. Saying the land through which we had gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. Those scouts told the nation and told Moses uh, that the inhabitants were giants who made them feel like grasshoppers. Uh What a contrast between a man named Caleb who was 40 years old and the rest of his crew. Their false report was an evil one because he completely disregarded God's covenant to give them this promised land. Our lesson for today lie in the contrast between those 10 scouts and Caleb. Here is our lesson for today that we need to learn. Lesson number one, our first point. Our fear that we face is irrational. That's right. Fear can make us forget every good thing God has promised us or has done for us. It will cause you to retreat. It will cause you to go back to Egypt. It will cause you to go back to the way things were. Those scouts were so convincing that the Israelites wanted to settle in the wilderness. 
a place with no water and no food. They were saying, thanks Lord, but no thanks. We prefer to struggle. We'll just stay here in mark time. God wanted them to move, but fear caused them to stay put. Here is our lesson, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot mark time, or you will miss your blessing. Amen. All right. We are in a wilderness of our own. One that unfortunately is called COVID. But God has given us a way out of this nightmare. Yes. It's a vaccine. Do not let fear cause you to miss your blessing. You have to, you have to, God, you have got to move the way they had to move. Uh-huh. They had to follow the cloud. Otherwise, if we don't follow it, today's manner is the last one you will see. Is your God bigger than any giant? I mean to let you know that we serve a God who is bigger than any giant. Amen. Look at how faith overcomes fear this year, ladies and gentlemen. We believed that God would feed us, and he did. Yes. We believed that God would heal us, and he did. We believed God would provide for us, and he did. We believed God would take care of the enemy that is COVID, and guess what? He is. We believed God would handle our finances, and guess what? He is. We believed God would protect us, and guess what? He still is. Didn't he do that, y'all? Didn't he do it? There ought to be some amens in this house. Amen to the one who brought us comfort. Amen to the one who gave us hope. Amen to the one who kept us from falling. Amen to to, to the one who provided a ram in the bush. Amen to the one who lifted our burdens. Amen to the one who gave us victory. Do I have a witness today? I've got to climb this mountain. As a matter of fact, I'm telling the mountain, get out of the way. Because it's my year of restoration, y'all. Everything that he took from me, I'm getting it back. I'm getting my praise back, Sandra. I'm getting my joy back, Cynthia. I'm getting my shout back, uh, 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 Lauren. I'm getting my praise back, y'all. And I don't know about any of you, but I'm getting everything that the enemy tried to take away from me. Fear is irrational, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. But here's another lesson we need to learn. The second lesson we need to learn is that we cannot control what we will not confront. Amen. Amen. We do not know what we were made of spiritually until we came against something too big for us to handle alone. That is when we discovered what we really believe. When Moses sent those 12 scouts to take out Israel's new homeland, they all saw the same thing. A land that was rich in honey, milk, and giants. Yes, Joshua and Caleb saw them too. Faith is not ignoring the obvious. That's denial. 
Acknowledging a problem is not an expression of doubt. It's just admitting reality. And it is not a sin. Even the Apostle Paul had to admit reality. To the church at Thessalonians, the Apostle Paul said to them in 1 Thessalonians 2 and 18, We would have come unto you, but Satan hindered us. The difference between the scouts and Caleb was in how they saw the problem. Ten said we saw the giants. And we were in our own eyes as grasshoppers. But Joshua and Caleb saw things differently. They said, do not fear the people of the land. For they are but bread for us to eat. The Lord is with us. That is because real faith feeds off the stuff the enemy throws at you. It says, bring it on. The Lord is with me. He has robbed the enemy of his power to hurt me. This year, my brothers and sisters, we have had to confront the enemy. We've had to dig into our repertoire of Bible verses. And we've had to read Reread and repeat. When our food was up, we said, like David said in Psalm 37 and 25, I've been young and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. When our money was low, we said, like Psalm 50 and 10 says, For every beast of, of the forest is mine. And the cattle upon a thousand hills. When our jobs were disappearing, we said, uh, like Jesus tells us in Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. When the bills came due and our money was funny and our chains were strained, we said, like David said in Psalms 24 and 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Dwell and they that dwell therein. But yeah, my brothers and sisters, it is one thing to proclaim what God can do. But it is quite another to trust that God will do what he has promised. So long for just one second. Before you help me out here. We had to stand on those promises. And confront our enemies repeatedly. And the Lord made mix me out of them all. So if we ever doubted the Lord before. We sure do not doubt him now. Because if God could turn a lion's den into a den of tranquility. If God can turn a fiery furnace into an air-conditioned villa, if God can turn a raging sea into a quiet vacation byway, then who are we to doubt that God can take our dangerous places and turn them into a safe haven? I'm here to tell y'all today that the Lord has control of whatever's going on in your life. And I'm here to let you know that if you just stand on God's word, he will make everything all right. Well, fear is a 
irrational and you cannot control what's going on around you. But I got one more lesson that we got to learn, y'all. And the final lesson is that God blesses those that are faithful. If you just hold on to our mountain climbing faith, if we just do not quit, God promises to take us to the summit. How can we be sure? Look at Caleb, y'all, the unflinching mountain climber. The cowardice of the scout was not the end of the story. For what happened after that is a story in mountain climbing. God prolonged Caleb's life. He lived well into his 80s until the cowardly generation died off with a new generation at his back. Caleb asked Moses to let him lead an army into the promised land saying, give me this mountain. The unfinished story in the book of Numbers became Caleb's victory in the book of Joshua. It was the it was the feared sons of Anak who came and had become grasshoppers and the Israelites had become the giants. Here is a reminder for all of y'all today. God will keep his word. Sometimes you gotta weigh out the naysayers. Sometimes you gotta ignore those who say it cannot be done. Sometimes you gotta pray for those who lack the courage to press on. But if God is for you, who can be against you? We are at the beginning of this year. We were filled with trepidation. The words of faith were on our lips, but we were not as loud. They were not allowed in our hearts. But now, as we approach this new year, it is a different story. We are ready to climb the mountain to reach the summit of our faith. Satan tried to keep us down, but God has lifted us up. Come on, I'm ready now. Satan had us down, but God released us. Satan tried to destroy us, but God gave us new hope. Satan tried to ruin us, but God remolded us. Satan tried to turn our lives into garbage, but God turned them into riches. I'm here to tell you today that Maybe you're not feeling blessed. If you're not feeling blessed, let me tell you something. Your help is just a spoken word away. Your troubles are behind you. And your help is just ahead of you. Your troubles may make you cross sometimes, but your help is on the way. The Bible says in Psalm 39, weeping may endure for a night, but joy.
make it over the mountain. I'm going to make it over the mountain. I'm going to stand tall. I'm going to stand tall.
I'm fresh in a room. 